0: If you're a runner who's felt held back from the joys of running due to an injury, surgery, or diagnosis, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Legacy Running, where we'll be sharing return to run info, insight, and inspirational stories to show you how to win back your happy place and build your legacy. Thanks for joining. Now on to the show. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. How was your Monday? Uh you know, long but good. How about you? <laughs> yeah. Today was okay. My it's either like my Monday or my Friday turns out to be admin day because people just want to schedule, I don't know, on one of those. So yeah. today was more admin, but still good. Nice. Yeah. Um can you start off by just telling me and us a little about yourself? Like I know you live in Chicago, yeah. but where you live and what you do and what you do for fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm
1: Dr. Caitlin Capobianco. I'm a PT, and I live in Chicago. And I primarily work with um, runners for the most part, some triathletes as well, and then I also work with um, some crossfitters and weightlifters as well in the mix there. Um, nice. And I also, besides like having a running focus and lifting focus, I also uh, do public health stuff as well. Primarily I work with a lot of people like who are CrossFitters and runners and stuff yeah. in that realm. But yeah. Okay. Um, and what that's I do problem, well I do a lot of running and then nice. other uh, like to hang with my dogs and hike with my dogs and nice. um even though our hiking is kinda of boring in Chicago but that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just there are trails. Yeah. Um you just have to you just have to get a little bit creative. Yeah, exactly. They're just not as, like, mountainy and crazy, but we have fun, you know, going on hikes with the dogs and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the, like, trail running in the Midwest is nice, too, because it's a little bit more relaxed. Where, like, here, (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm going to die going down this mountain, really. Fair.
1: fair. I mean, that's understandable. And, yeah, it's definitely, like, it's hard to get, um, you know, it's hard to get, like, a lot of elevation gain and stuff. which can be tricky but it is a lot of fun and we'll see I might have to like take my trail running to some harder crazier trails uh other places at some point but yeah. right now I have trails um, and even those I'm like falling on and stuff so you know <laughs> no it's a journey it really is it's a skill actually yes yeah,
0: fun um, are you training for anything right now
1: uh yeah i'm training for um actually a trail race right now and I'll be um, my first ever true trail race. So that's like fun and exciting. And that is in June. So I've been like three weeks out from that. Wow. Wow. Uh, that is, it's called like the Kettle Moraine a hundred mile, uh, trail race. And it's, um, in Wisconsin and okay. doing a hundred miles actually, I'm doing it as a relay. So okay. I'm like,
0: okay. okay. I was like, whoa.
1: Yeah, no, that would be impressive. I'm not quite there yet, or if ever, I don't know. But um, I'm doing it as a relay. So I'm doing, like, two sections, like, a 12-mile and then an 11-mile that will be, like, in the middle of the night. So I've never done that either. So, oh my go gosh. Wow.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. I um, – there is one here. There's, like, a specific Ragnar that does, like – it's near uh, Rainier Mountain. Okay. Rainier Mountain. So, not Rainier. Yeah. That people <laughs> um, That people really like to do, and they're, like – Yeah, the night portion is wild, because they're, like, you can't really see much. Yeah. Um, And it's a little bit more technical, so um, best of luck. I'm sure you have, like, a good headlamp and whatnot. I have lots of lights. So I have, like, a chest, like, a chest lamp
1: uh, light thing, and then I have a headlamp. And I think I'm going to get, because I was talking to someone else about some nighttime running stuff, and he suggested that I get, like, a little small, like, hand flashlight to carry with. Oh, um so i still need to get one of those unless i have one lying around somewhere which i might um yeah. but yeah hopefully it,
0: we'll see how it goes like i said i've never done it before so yeah. it'll be a first experience that's awesome yeah. that's so exciting i actually just signed up for my first trail race too i'm doing one it's kind of local it's in Sankilla, which is like uh oh, yeah. it's not central washington but it's yeah. like more east um and it's like a friendly trail race so it's a little bit of gain but it's not like wild where i don't know i'm not climbing Mount right here
1: <laughs> yeah fair uh i'm sure it'll still be like a good amount of elevation and gain and stuff uh comparatively although like in honestly like i was saying it's hard to train here it's actually even hard to train here for like that race in wisconsin because it's like a more elevation and like rolling hills than we have here so <laughs> Oh my gosh! You just gotta, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it is gonna happen.
0: Um. Well, kind of on this topic because today we're gonna to be talking about training flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um. When you're like preparing to train for a race, whatever it is, what are some of like the fundamental things that you like to put in your programming?
1: Um. um yeah. So when it comes to training for a race, I mean it'll depend a little bit, like on what kind of race, yeah. like. I was just talking about I'm doing this trail race, like my training for this trail race, even though the mileage is like close to like total, close to like marathon mileage, my training is like pretty different from what mm-hmm. I did on training. Um, yeah. A little bit of a different setup, but definitely if you're doing like longer race, of course, like I think long runs are obviously like super important. Yeah. Um, to get those in um i think there's like some flux i'm actually someone who doesn't run a ton of miles overall yeah. uh I me mean, either. i usually stick to like four days a week mm-hmm. i don't really like to run more than that so my mileage is like a little lower comparatively to some other people like overall um so but like obviously getting in some good like base mileage over the week uh yeah. i think is super important um and then i always try to get in at least two days of strength training. I'm trying to be better and get back into my three. I've been kind of slacking yeah.
0: a little bit lately. It's hard. Um. <laughs> it's hard. Especially if you have to do, like, a two-a-day, yeah. it's, like, really yeah. hard to, like, fit that in in, in your life. life. So I, I feel it.
1: Yeah, so I've been trying to do, which I always talk to people and, like, my patients about and stuff. Is like, okay, so I have, like, two days that I really basically just strength train. So that's, yeah. like, not too bad. And then the third day is always hard to get in because it has to be like a a double day, no. and that's definitely harder mm-hmm. uh to be said. But also I've just been trying to just be like, okay, like I just need to like even if I'm trying to get back in the rhythm like now before I get because I'm basically gonna go straight into marathon training after I'm done with this. Um so I'm trying to get on the habit of just even doing even if it's like I only do three three exercises and i like three rounds of that it only takes me like 15 minutes yeah. so it's like a good you know start to kind of dive in and like get going with that so yeah. that's the goal right now <laughs> um what other things i have obviously like rest days are really important for me at least yeah. one mm-hmm. um full rest day and then depending on how i'm feeling there might be another one in there if i feel like i really need it like last week i actually had two Mm-hmm. Um, because I just wasn't feeling great, um, which is why we're talking about training flexibility things, yeah. but okay. yeah, so rest days are super important and then everything else will vary like on race. And I like to try and get in some workouts, um, and speed work, but actually yeah. right now it's kind of actually something I, I was doing at the beginning of this training cycle, but I actually dropped off of it. Cause. I was just like hitting peak stuff right now. I was like feeling like I was maybe overdoing some stuff. So I was like, first yeah. thing to you go know, for me is intensity. Because it's the least important thing for this trail race. Yeah. Um, the grand scheme of things. But normally I will try to get some of that in, um, but not as much right now. I'm still doing some like strides, but not like a lot of more formal workouts, at least right now, but planning to get back into them. soon. Yes. nice. Yeah.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like those are actually pretty much my same things too. Um, if I'm like really terribly sore, maybe I'll put some like mobility stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but I would really say that that is something that I don't like, I don't do super often, like maybe one to two times a week, Mm -hmm. um, maybe even zero, zero to two times a week. Um, (laughs) but really like as long as I'm strength training and then like maybe doing like one or two mobility things at the end. Um, and that's really, that's really sufficient I think for me. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of on
1: the mix with that too. I don't do it a ton either. I have been getting in a little bit more regularly or trying to, I've been kind of up and down with that as well, but still maybe only like a couple days a week at the most, um, trying to mix them in just because I've been, on and off since last year since marathon training last year i've been having some on and off hip pain that i'm still figuring out a little bit but it definitely a little better if i work on certain mobility stuff before my run so i try to at least get that in um like the night before if i can um and i should be more diligent about it but uh
0: i'm not <laughs> so, so many things to think about um, yeah. if you're like once you have your plan so either you created it yourself or you have a run coach or friend made it for you how rigid do you feel like you need to be to your plan to like mm-hmm. be successful aka like finish your race
1: yeah. yeah
0: um i mean i would say
1: like comparatively to like a lot of other people i'm really not that rigid <laughs> to my plan nice. um i think varies a bit. Um, like I said, I've been like talking to a lot of people about training flexibility. I talk a lot about posts and stuff when I, uh, cause it's something I just do a lot. I alter yeah. stuff stuff around, yeah. uh, just because like, for me, it's just kind of works better that way. Um, everyone's going to be a little different in that. Mm-hmm. And I think me like something I see in a lot of the runners I work with and stuff is that people get too rigid in their plans and are like so afraid yeah to go get yeah, because it's like yeah like you said what do you need to get in to like get to the final thing and of course there yeah. is an amount of you have to get in to finish your race and maybe yeah. do like kind of how well you want to do and all that kind of stuff um but I think like the, in the grand scheme of things it's always good to remember like while sometimes it can be overwhelming to be like oh my gosh I can't like skip this one run but like when you think about it like one run is like absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of all the runs and things you got in for training so like thinking about and of course if it's like every single run you have to skip then that's going to be like a problem um but like one run or even like they say like even like with a week of missed runs you're really not going to lose that much fitness so like depending on what's going on it might be better to just take some extra rest days or sometimes it's as so simple as just swapping like i'm gonna do a drink today swap it with my run day or i'm gonna instead of doing this run workout i'm just gonna do easy miles or yeah. whatever it is to give your body a little bit extra rest like i find is more beneficial you know in the long run whether it's like physically your body isn't feeling good and ready for it and like if you kind of push through sometimes that just means like okay then every like run is still going to feel either like you can't, can't really go all out in your workouts and things you want to do or then mm-hmm. you to, like injury or sickness or something else and then you actually like for sure can't do your run so to me I'd rather that extra time to like not prolong whatever it is I'm feeling, or if it's just mental, like I'm just mentally not in a place where I feel like I can run today and do this workout, yeah. switch the set out. Like, I know we've all probably been in spots where you get in a really bad mental set. I mean, I remember I had a yeah. couple weeks a while back, yeah. like my partner was telling me like how I was like waking up every day and saying how much I didn't want to run. <laughs> and it was
0: like, <laughs> that totally happens. It <laughs> totally does. Or
1: of, like, oh, boy, like, that's not great. Um, I'm not in that place anymore. Good. Yeah. And, like, that's not a great way to, like, go into a race either and
0: feeling like
1: you're forcing every single thing you're doing. So
0: For sure. That's super helpful. Yeah, I think when I look at my training plans or if I'm working with a client and making a training plan for them, um, looking at, like, the end goal of, like, okay, I want to be – like, this is a distance race for me or Mm – maybe they're doing a 5k for speed or whatever, like look at the end goal and then say, okay, these are the exercise exercises. These are the days that we need to target the most. Like if you're going to do a marathon, you need to get miles under your feet. If You're going to do speed, like 5k for speed. Then like just do speed work. Um, And like, it's okay to omit things Mm -hmm. um, or just, yeah, swap them to, to get, still get the desired result. Um, What are, some ways i know you said a couple but do you have any like um tricks of ways to like flex things to make it fit your week better depending on you know if it's a time restraint or you're just like sick or something yeah
1: um i mean like i think for me one of the easiest one of the easiest ways to flex i guess that can be like a pretty easy one if you do i mean i generally recommend people have a rest day at least in their week Mm -hmm. um Having a rest day is like helpful because then if you have to take an impromptu rest day, like up and you're feeling like super crappy, or the day gets crazy and you can't get your run in your workout in, and you can honestly be like, Okay, well, today's gonna be my rest day, and yeah, now becomes this workout day or whatever. Yep, um, or flip-flopping a couple things around if you need to with that, but like that can be a really easy one, kind of off the bat, mm-hmm. um, put that out, um the other thing kind of like you were saying like ranking kind of importance of of things like yeah well what's the most important if I skip this one or like I think this run, run or workout is really important like oh, should I switch it out for another day yeah. because I think then like this recovery run or I think it's more important than maybe I don't need this extra strength workout this week and Maybe I'll just, like, cut one of those for the week or cut it a little shorter so that I can do two in the same day or or whatnot, kind of switching stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of usually how I have uh, people go with that. I don't know if you have your own thoughts on best ways to switch out.
0: Yeah, I would say I really like having, like, at least one rest day. I think that that's a good, um, I don't know, plan. But then, yeah, just ranking, figuring out what's the most important, um, and then going from there. And then I think I really like what you said about – changing the strength workouts to be a little bit shorter so it's like okay this isn't going to be as daunting for me to get like a you know hour strength workout in and maybe i could pair it with like another day if i just have to do 15 20 minutes worth then it feels okay to do like it in the same cycle um and then i think as you get further into your training cycle like things start to get more intense um some of my clients like anticipate that and they're like how mm-hmm. am I going to get everything in? And I'm like, <laughs> you don't have to. Like, Once we get to that level, your yeah. strength training is not going to be what it is now because you yeah. have a tissue threshold and like, oh, you're right. going to blow past it if we're doing the same amount of training for the whole cycle of your, your running.
1: Um, yeah, those are kind of like all my go-tos. Um, for me, I'm not someone who does a lot. I really, I mean, besides strength training, I wouldn't say I do any cross training. So um, for me, yeah, uh, I think that's another way to, to, to like switch out for people. Um, like if say you do like have a regularly scheduled, like cross training in your midst, like yeah. you have your training schedule. Like if you have like, oh, on this day, I usually like bike for this time, like get rid of the bike and run in or get your other, like, you know, most important things in because is definitely going to be the least important of all of that stuff. But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's definitely a good point. Um, What are some signs that you're like, maybe that you need to, you need to uh, do less or you yeah. need to have flexibility or maybe like signs that you're actually probably over-training or just doing too much.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think that can be, like, one of the hardest things for people <laughs> to kind of piece out sometimes. Obviously, there's, like, the major signs of, like, your body hurts, things are painful. Like, those are, like, really clear, obvious signs to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, also kind of, like, feeling run down, getting sick kind of stuff can be a fairly easy one, but can still be hard to, like, kind of switch out of and be like, okay, maybe I need to do a little less. Um like, I call that the, like, not what you're full-blown sick, like, last week, the reason I altered my stuff was because I was
0: feeling like
1: I was, like, the, on the cusp of just getting sick. I was, like, one more thing, and I'm just going to, like, yeah tilt, tilt in there, Yeah, Um which, like, then I don't want to be sick for a whole week. So I was, like, okay, what can I do, like, not hopefully, I mean, there's no guarantees, but what can I try to switch to, give my body just, like, a little bit more rest to hopefully not edge into that true sick zone. So I just feel like feeling run down, that kind of stuff. Um, some other big ones, like, mentally, like, I just, like, slept bad and you're just feeling really tired and fatigued um, can be some other ones, like, appetite. This mm-hmm. can also be a tricky one being, like, oh, like, I'm all of a sudden just, like, I'm not hungry at all for anything, even if you yeah. Um, another tricky one is, like, if you're just, like, really, like, really moody sometimes, <laughs> like, like every, every, which, you know, sometimes you can just feel that way, yeah. so it's, it's weird to feel out that one, but, uh, mood changes can be a big one in that as well, um, whether you're noticing that or someone else, like, you know, coming up to you being like, hey, you're like, you're really in a mood right now, um, that can be some, some of the biggest signs, like, I try yeah. to just. Really in touch with like a lot of well sometimes it might be physical stuff for me i feel like a lot of times i i take a more look at like mentally how i'm feeling yeah because uh, i know you're talking about like the stress threshold kind of and i talk to mm-hmm. people a lot about While well, we usually think about that in the physical sense of like all right so like this, this is our training load and we kind of steadily increase that and kind of pushing what up what we can handle but we yeah. don't kind of have that like that if you pop above it it's not great you're gonna get sick you're gonna get injured whatever and I always talk to people about like your training is there but also like your work stress your life stress like if you're feeling sick like all of that stuff goes together <laughs> so like if you're yeah totally all up together like you need to take into mind like okay did you have like really stressful week with like something happened with your family or like work was really crazy and you didn't really get to sleep a lot and meals were kind of hit or miss and like all of that stuff will add into like how your body recovers of you're saying like if you're overtraining or what you would say you're under recovering potentially yeah. instead of over-training. yeah that's a good one <laughs> yeah so, so things to uh, kind of keep in mind um, which can be hard because like you can't control all the life
0: things so no, definitely can't take into mind yeah in the moment (laughs) yeah for sure i think um i really like what you said about not feeling hungry i feel like that's a just a weird one but i always think like after runners do their long run people are like oh my gosh don't you just want to like eat everything and i'm like no like i literally like cannot stomach anything and i feel like if that kind of persists past that that's a huge um red flag um I think that's a great one kind of along the lines of that is like, if you're starting to like miss your period, that's a huge problem. Where your body's like, okay, we're actually not in like a safe place anymore. So like we need yeah. to, it's like shutting that down. Um, that's a big one. And then another one that is, I didn't really start noticing this until I don't know, maybe, maybe like two years ago, mm-hmm. but I would get like really just like joint soreness. Like my knees would feel like achy and like, you know, I was like, I'm too young to yeah. have these problems. <laughs> and and also like we shouldn't be training to the point where that we're like feeling achy. Yeah. Um, so I think that's when I really started uh, either not training back to back days with running, mm-hmm. um, or putting strength training in like the day after. Yeah. Um, to give my like cartilage some time to just like decompress mm-hmm. and and
1: chill. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally, I totally what you mean with that, but that makes a lot of sense, and I definitely will feel that on certain, certain, like, weeks, long runs, and I'll be like, oh, like, like you said, just kind of joint, like, my whole, like, sometimes after, you know, like, a week, I'll just be like, my whole body just feels like, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like, my whole body just feels like heat, like, I don't even know what yeah. I'm doing. everything kind of, not, like, hurts really bad, but it's just, like, yeah. that doesn't feel amazing yeah like a lot of spots in your body all at once and you're like that's like that really where I want to be that's not totally right um versus like I know if I have like a good week and I feel good I'm like okay like I might be like a little sore in certain spots from things but I'm not like
0: that vague achiness like all over my body yeah (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Which like that's just I feel like some runners are like, Oh, this is just part of training. Like oh, I should just feel like this and I'm like, you don't have to.
1: I know, I know. It's crazy. I always have so many combos about the pain the pain threshold and I talked to like I was talking to someone I work with and she's like she's like, I just like am not she's like, I just like won't my I just can't push myself to run through like that those amounts of pain and stuff and I was like, I know, well you shouldn't really, but like, you know, I always talk about some people will be like, Oh, this person seems like they never have any problems and they're never like some people are like they feel great and they never are. But I'm like, Well some people are just like they're in pain, they're just not saying anything about it and like aren't vocalizing it to anybody. So you yeah. just have no idea how they're feeling
0: like, in the runs and Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> um, this is kind of a um thrown in question, but I'm just curious. Yep do you ever schedule for yourself or your clients like an off week in the middle of their training cycle or like Mm -hmm. somewhere in their training cycle to really just take like pretty much a planned week or just certain duration of time off as they're ramping up for something?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't usually plan. Like, I mean, I Mm -hmm. guess I'm the person and like one kind of how long the training cycle potentially is. Um, Mm And then, you know, taking into consideration as well, like, um, kind of like how long they've been running and like, are they, yeah. are they running longer, all, all that can kind of impact that. Um, I really scheduled the full week off on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have down weeks. Yeah. People's training schedules, like, oh, every three to four weeks they have a down week. Um, before like ramping back up again and kind of what I do the down weeks for myself and then for other people is depending on how they're feeling like at that point like I have a scheduled plan of like this is what I want to do in the down week and that might like I just might cut a lot more out of that potentially if I'm like pretty beat and I need the extra rest I'll be like okay I'm gonna do I'm gonna cut way more miles out of that I'm gonna like Totally scrap any intensity or or something like that. Um, but I haven't intentionally (laughs) taken a full like week off. Um, Uh, I did like, you know, my last marathon training cycle I did. Um, like I went, I went on vacation in the middle. And so (laughs) uh, my training was not amazing when I was there. (laughs) I ran a couple, but all my runs were capped at like five, I think five miles as long as I ran. Yeah. Fair. Hiking and stuff, but it was like, I basically didn't do a lot of running for like 11 days. So yeah,
0: that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, I asked, I asked because I've had a couple of people that I've worked with that I never intentionally really schedule like a full off week, but they're like, I'm going to France or like, mm. this girl's like, I'm going on a cruise. Yeah, she was like, I'm going to run my long run on the cruise. And I was like, please no. don't. I was like, you don't you have, have to. And everyone has had really good success so far. So I've kind of just kept it in my back pocket of like, okay, like if you need to have an off week and like, maybe that looks like, you know, running three miles or not a ton in the scheme of like what they need to do. Um, It has worked. And I just think that speaks to like the volume of being flexible and like trusting that if you're showing up most of the time, you're going to get there.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's a really interesting point and something to consider. Like you said, like, I don't feel like taking, you know, and I probably will have other times like that just because, like, you know, life happens, you go on vacation, you do this. And, like, I'm definitely someone who, like, is not going to be that person running long run when I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. not, I might run a little bit, but, like, I'm not going to run like, honestly, I don't even know. I would say I definitely wouldn't run more than 10 miles, but I probably wouldn't even run 10 miles. That's That would be, like, real – I probably wouldn't run more than six if I'm being
0: truly honest with myself. We need the, we need the brutal honesty. We I know. Know the
1: truth here. I don't think I would more, run more than six miles. But, you know, if I'm going on a short trip, I might do my long run early or something like that. Yeah. But a longer trip, I'm, like, like I'm all about, like – I mean, I love traveling and vacation. So I'm, like, I'm just enjoying myself. And I'm usually pretty – I'm usually a pretty active uh, vacationer. I don't yeah. like, do a lot of, like lounging at the beach and things yeah. like that. Like scuba diving and so I'm like getting a lot of activity anyways. So I'm like I usually just kind of keep that in mind. Um like thinking of last year when I went on this trip and we were in Switzerland, which was gorgeous and did a lot of hiking there and to kind of quote simulate a long, long run fatigue. I, <laughs> yeah. We did, like, a, a long hike that was, like, a lot of elevation gain because that's, like, the only hikes they have there like, very steep elevation gain. Mm-hmm. And after we got down, I was like, okay, I'm going to go on a four-mile run, like, immediately after we got back. And I did that. And it wasn't, like, a long run, but it was, like, tired
0: from hiking for three, four hours, and then I'm going to, like, run a little bit more. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. That's a great way to do that. That's a great way to do that. <laughs> Um, any other thoughts about training flexibility or training or running in general? Uh yeah,
1: I mean I guess when it comes to training flexibility, the reason like I talk to a lot of people about it and I try to talk about how I do it in mine, just like give people ideas of like it can be really daunting and overwhelming to figure out how to do that that, and like overstress about it. I mean obviously like having a coach you work with can be really helpful because they can help determine that for you, like what's okay to switch, how to switch all that stuff but if you're you know working on your own I important to you know keep in mind or you might not be able to like chat with your coach in the last minute yeah figure out what to switch for so having like some uh like knowing how to do that for yourself I think can be like really really important Mm -hmm. um but it just like it takes time and I think the other thing is like takes time it takes like you need to like know that like, things are going to be okay if you have to switch things around knowing that that's not going to like explode your whole training cycle um whether it's like you even just think back to a time when you like had a training cycle and you didn't be able, you weren't able to get in all your runs for whatever reason you were sick or this or that yeah. and like probably we're fine like even if you have to think back to something like that to be like okay like if i miss this run it's not going to ruin my whole yeah. training cycle uh <laughs> And just kind of figuring out and, like, being kind to yourself about it. I think I was I was talking last week about, like, even while I love training flexibility and I use it a lot, I think even sometimes I can get really, you know, in the world of running can be really competitive and you feel like, oh, my God, I want to do what everyone else is doing and I hope I'm, like, doing enough. And, like, yeah. am, I, am I, I don't want to say weak, but am I, like, weak for, like, yeah. taking the effort right. out and, like. Just trying to be, which takes practice in all things, just being more compassionate with yourself and being like, hey, this is okay. Like, I need to focus on like what what I'm doing and know that this will be best for me. Like, and just like not beating yourself up about um, skipping things or switching things around and stuff like that. And knowing that I'll be okay. And even if you're, you do like, you have things going on with yourself that you do have to cut back and you can't, Get to X, Y, and Z, whatever goal you had originally planned. Like, yeah. Okay to change your goals, and it's okay that, yeah. like, I mean, you're never gonna be able to do something. It just means that maybe right
0: now is not the right time for that. Yeah, that, that is for sure. That's really good. Well, thanks for coming on and talking about flexibility um i think it's huge and just we need to just learn more about this yeah. um where can we get more from you like is instagram the best place to find you or anything yeah. else? uh right now instagram is the
1: best place to find me um on here uh that's why i do like most of my posting and everything i am yeah. not i am not a tiktok person um, i don't <laughs> Because I was just like, too overwhelmed by that. And I think I'm just, I don't want to say I'm too old. Because I know that's not true. Because other people who are older and all sorts of ages use TikTok. Yeah, it's just not for me. And um, I have been like working on revamping a website. But I've been really behind yeah. in getting it. So I'm working on creating a new website. I have an old one that I don't really use anymore. Okay. Um, Instagram is kind of like the number one place cool. right now. You can connect with me virtually and then also i have like links in my stuff too for my in-person stuff as well in chicago so
0: nice awesome well thank you so much caitlin um i learned a bunch from talking to you and i'm excited to just keep following you and learning from you
1: yeah you too it's good to chat with all my running pts and stuff
0: yes it is fun it is like a nice little community yeah definitely all right have a good rest of your day and thanks again. yeah you too Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Legacy Running. If you haven't already, please share this out so more people can start to build their legacy. If you would like to work with me, Dr. Sarah, check out strategywithsarah.com and get access to schedule a time to chat about returning to run pain, injury, or fear free. There's more info on how to connect in the show notes as well. I look forward to talking with you soon. And remember, how you show up matters.